Hey lovely freaks and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box and you'll see a link that will take you to our social media like Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. And all that jazz. Alrighty, so today we've got something a little different for you guys. Today mm-hmm. we're going to be, um, Hannah's going to be telling the story telling today. The story, yep. <laughs> uh, my daughter's been sick, so I didn't get a chance to do any research or anything. So, um, sorry, my husband threw me off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's going to tell the story. And today we're going to be talking about the Hello Kitty murder, if you guys know what that is. Maybe you'll learn something new. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Well, I know somewhat about it, but... Anywho... It's a um, very interesting case. It reminds me of the Junko case. Yeah. I know some a little bit about it, but I've never like listened to a podcast about it or anything. So, also I want to mention, don't forget about the Levi Royce Etsy shop that mm-hmm. we've been promoting. And when you check out, you can use um, code LOVELYFREAKS at checkout, and it'll give you 15% off. So, don't forget about that. Um, and we'll have all that information linked down below as well. So, without further ado, I guess you can take it away. Okay. <laughs> She's right. kind of nervous. Yeah. Because, I mean, I did a lot of research. I, like, uh, I googled, like, mm-hmm. two um, articles mm-hmm. and read those. And I also listened to a couple of podcasts, so but I think you knew, I'm ready. you knew somewhat about this case before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've heard it before, mm-hmm. so. And if I butcher the names, because it's in Hong Kong, I'm very sorry. Yeah. So, I'm not, I'm a country girl, I don't know. Well, I'm not a country girl, but, you know, from the country, so. From the south? From the south. <laughs> from country. So, I don't know uh, if I'm saying them right, but I tried my hardest, so here we go. Okay. In May of 1999, in Hong Kong, a 14-year-old girl goes to the police and says she is being haunted by a woman. At first, the police think it's just a scared young girl and go along with her story. It wasn't until the girl says that the woman who has been haunting her is actually the woman she helped murder. That's when the police officers started to pay more attention. Also, for legal re- uh, legal purposes, I will not be saying the name of the 14-year-old because she's too young. I guess the public didn't... Well, you'll see why she's, like, guilty but also innocent, kind of, of murdering, murdering the girl. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to say her name, and uh, I couldn't find her name anywhere, and I didn't want to do that anyway, so I'm just going to call her the teenage girl. The teenager, yeah. Yeah. So, the police then decided to follow the child back to the flat where she said she was being haunted. This is where they discovered that the children's dreams were in fact real nightmares. That's where they found a severed head, an oversized Hello Kitty mermaid stuffy, and in that stuffy was a decapitated skull of a woman. So, it was like a really large... It was like like a sleeping bag, wasn't it? Or, no, no, no. It was a Hello Kitty doll. And I think maybe it was like this it was a pretty big one, but the pictures are so creepy. Yeah, I've seen the pictures before. It's very and it's like really dirty and mm-hmm. it just looks disturbing. From there on this case is known as the Hello Kitty murder. 
one of Hong Kong's most awful, awfulest crimes and memory. You probably have many questions like, how did this 14-year-old obtain this Hello Kitty stuffy with a living skull in it? And why is she saying that she was the one who killed the woman? Who was in the doll? Well, the police had those questions as well. The police were hoping that maybe the 14-year-old just went to the store and bought a Hello Kitty stuffy and maybe accidentally found this severed head in her doll. No. But it wasn't, it was much worse than that. Very much worse than that. The skull that the police found in the Hello Kitty stuffy was actually 23-year-old Fawn Mon Yi. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but her name is Fawn Mon Yi. Fawn, uh, I'm just going to call her Fawn from now on because that sounds more easier than doing yeah. the rest of her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Fawn had a very difficult childhood. She was abandoned by her family and she grew up in a all-girls orphanage. By the time she was a teenager, she had already developed a drug addiction. To pay for her drug addiction, she started to turn to prostitution and committing petty crimes to survive. Sources say that Fawn even had a son. Some sources say that the son was from her husband, and some sources say it's from past clients of hers. A lot of her friends said that Fawn actually stopped doing drugs because she wanted to take care of her son. Mm-hmm. But when she was married, she was uh, still married to her husband, and he was doing, like, meths and other hardcore drugs. Yeah. Her husband would beat on her son and would sometimes beat on her. So because of that, one day Fawn said that she had enough, and she divorced and left a husband. Good on her. She was trying to make uh, another better life for her son, yeah. which is a good thing. When Fawn was 21, she started to work at a brothel instead of working on the streets. She wanted to make enough money to support life with her son. She was still a sex worker, but now it was more safe and regulated. Because of her job, she had contact with really bad people, including the Chinese Mafia. She knew that it was a dangerous work, but she had no other choice but to work there because, I mean, I feel like, you know, when you're raised like that, like, especially when you've been around, like, the orphanage, also, the orphanage was, like, not a great orphanage, like, there was, like, shady people there. I was gonna say, did she get, like, raped there and stuff like that? I don't, I don't know about that, but, um, I heard that there was a lot of shady people there that... Mm -hmm some underground things were happening there so like she was already put in a bad situation yeah so she thought you know the brothel you know many people are like oh well why didn't she go like to college or get a job or something no she can't do that she doesn't have she doesn't think she thinks because she's been raised like this that the brothel is like the best option for her yeah so people were, a lot of people were jumping on her, like, like she decided to do this because she went to the brothel. She wanted a better life for her son, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was, it was annoying. But, yeah, that's the reason she went to the brothel. Okay, so now we're going to talk about a man named, named Chan Man Lok. Chan, Chan Man Lok. Chan yes. Man Lok. Chan Man Lok. Gotcha. It's a nice name. Oh, well, I mean, it's easy to say. He's not yeah. a nice guy. <laughs> Well, okay, so he was one of her most frequent customers. Chan was also a part of the Chinese mafia. Chan would request Fawn often. 
Oh, and also, uh, he owed a lot of, uh, he, he owned a lot of Hello Kitty things in his apartment, like Hello Kitty sheets, Hello Kitty dolls, and many other Hello Kitty things, Mm -hmm. because he had a lot of younger girls that would, he would pimp out, and they would also, like, come stay in his apartment. I'm talking about, these girls were, like, maybe 13, 14, like, 10. Wow. Yeah. And he had, sometimes he would have relationships with So was it kind of like a, um... I guess it could kind of be like, he was a pimp? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was and a pimp. And I'm sure that this has probably to do with uh, sex trafficking, maybe, like we talked about last week. <laughs> probably. Um, he had a lot of young girls that were staying with him, so uh, some people were saying that it was his stuff, like he liked Hello Kitty, but um, but many sources were like, no, because he pimped out girls so that's the reason yeah. he was like luring them in like look at all my hello kitty things yeah. and he would have like while he had all that hello kitty stuff he would have porn magazines just in the corner and be like hey you want to look at these porn magazines while you look at this hello kitty stuff and mm. they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this guy seems safe i guess so but it was kind of like a trap yeah he had many young girls living with him because fawn was back on drugs again one night, Fawn decided to try her luck and decided to steal from Chan. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I Chan. said that right. Chan. She stole his wallet, which had 4000 in it. $4,000 in it. Which is a lot of fucking money. Like, okay. Fawn knew she messed up and she was so scared that she decided to hurry and go work on the streets and collect $14,000 when she, uh, because she knew that he wouldn't, like, she knew he was going to be really upset. So she decided to go out and collect more money than was in his wallet. Because you think, okay, you know, maybe he'll be, like, pissed off. Yeah. But I've given you more money. I mean, $14,000. That's, like, $10,000 more. Yeah. Like, come on, man. When she finally collected all that money, she went to Chan and told him what she had done. And asked him to forgive her. And also take the money back but chan said that it wasn't enough money he said if she gave him another sixteen thousand that he would forgive her which is a douche move like come on dude just take the fucking money yeah fawn agreed to this offer and told him that it might take her a while to get all this money but that did not satisfy him because he said if he gave her more time she might try to run away so, with the help of two of his henchmen, I'm going to call them henchmen number one and henchmen number, number two, two. <laughs> because their names were uh, difficult to pronounce, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm just If you want to know more about their names, and I'm sure we'll put pictures up yeah. of their faces, um, you can just Google the case, and their names are up there. So, they searched for Fawn. When they found her... She was back doing street work because she knew it was the only way to pay back Chan. Yeah. Chan. Chan? Chan? I'm going to say Chan. God. I keep cha- I keep changing, changing it. it. When, they found Chan. when they found her, they grabbed her and drove her. Chan. Chain? Man Chain. I'm going to say it right. <laughs> was planning on making his own brothel just for fun so she could pay back pay back her debt and the first night the three men decided to rape and beat up fawn 
Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is all being told by the 14-year-old girl at the police station. Yeah. Almost every day... And I'm assuming that girl is one of his Yes, actually. Clients, yeah. Um, she... I wrote in my notes, but or she... not clients, but uh, what's it called? One of his prostitutes or One of whatever. his prostitutes. Yeah. yeah, he is actually... Chan is actually a 34-year-old man, and she was saying... She was 13 at the time when this murder happened, Mm -hmm. but she was saying that he was his boyfriend. Actually, when she went to the police, she was like, yeah, Yeah. she was like, yeah, me and my boyfriend killed this woman Mm. and this man is like 34 years old. So she, that's why I also think that she's not a victim because, I mean, but she is a victim because. You mean she's not a. Murderer. Not a victim, but a, a murderer. Because she was kind of, like, brainwashed, you know? Like, yeah. he, she was... Well, there's no telling... Well, maybe you'll get to that. Like, yeah, how I'll get old to that. she was whenever he... <clears throat> got her. Got her and everything, yeah. yeah. Almost every day, Fawn was being raped and beaten by these three men. After a while, the men started to become bored with the normal raping and beating of Fawn. So they decided to ramp it up a bit. With this, they began to use weapons on Fawn and started to use metal bars and kitchen utensils, bits, and pieces of furniture furniture to beat her up. The teenage girl even said that they would tell her to smile and say that she liked being beaten up, and if she didn't do as they asked, they would beat her even harder. Mm. The teenage girl would, when this first happened, they were just beating her up and they were laughing at the same time and she walked in and and her um her so-called boyfriend yeah. said hey like come up this is fun like let's beat this girl up and she thought for i don't know i know that it's weird to think but for some reason she thought it was just fun in all games yeah. and everything like when she was on the maybe stand maybe they thought that she wasn't going to like like, maybe they thought that she wasn't going to kill kill him or something, you know? Yeah. When um, when she was on the stand, they asked, the police officers asked, like, why did you do it? And it's a little disturbing, but she was like, because it was fun. Yeah. Because they said it was going to be fun, and I thought it was fun. Yeah. Which, it's I It's fucked mean, up, but... <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up, but she did confess to everything, and I really think that she was feeling guilt mm-hmm. after, you know her coming to the police and saying that this woman was haunting her. Okay, I lost my place. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Uh, they would also make the teenage girl poop in a box, and then they would feed it to Fawn. Hmm. They would make her drink motor motor oil. And they would beat her hands so bad that she couldn't even make a fist. After a while, Fawn couldn't do the service that she was doing to pay off her debt because her body was so broken and swollen, everything that that um, none of the customers wanted to pay for her, which I thought was so stupid. Like, why would you want her to pay off her debt? But, but beat her up. Beat yeah. her up. Like, these customers are going to see this woman who's swollen and probably her breath stinks because they're not feeding her and just mm-hmm. making her eat all these gross things like you think that 
that's gonna help your debt. That's not gonna make everything better. Yeah. Like they 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 really weren't using their brains. I mean, if they had any. Well, it kind of reminds me of the Junko case yeah. as far as like them beating her up and then being upset that they couldn't you know have sex with her anymore. It's like, yeah. well, maybe you know, don't fucking beat, beat her up the shit out of her. <laughs> it's yeah, it's an idea. Maybe just let her go. <laughs> because of this, uh, it started to make Chan even more upset, which then led him to beat Fawn even more frequently. Of course. Of course. He started to think of her as his own personal punching bag. Mm-hmm. When they got done beating, raping, and pretty much brutally injuring her, they would go to the next room and all hang out and play video games. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. God, just, this sounds such like the Junko yeah. case. So he, they weird. would literally go to the next room after they beat the shit out of her, and yeah. they were just like, yeah, let's go play video games, guys. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. I, I can't. Like, it does sound like the Junko case a lot, but these... I think the Junko case is worse because... Well, yeah. These are, like, grown men that are already in the Chinese mafia. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it's still horrific. Like, yeah. when I was reading some of the stuff, I was like, my God, this is... I had to stop because I was like, I'm getting too into it. Like, it was just too much. Yeah. But it didn't stop there. The days flew by, and the men became even more creative with the ways they wanted to torture her. They began to put burning plastic on her body and also started to put dripping candle wax on her. Mm-hmm. The They would use, like, you know, bulba straws? Mm-hmm. Like, huge bulba straws? Yeah. They would take a lighter and, like blow on it kind of like you know those you know those um balloons balloon things with a straw that you blow burnt uh it would uh be dripping like burnt and dripping on her and then they would remove it slowly would which would remove the skin and then they would like rub dirt in it and like Mm. uh they would take um meat no like some kind of oil and they would rub all over it it was just like ugh, really disgusting and they're doing all this because they just want to they just want to do all this because they i don't know the board i don't know yeah when they would run out of things to burn they decided to burn her they would try to burn her feet so she couldn't walk or try to escape sometimes they would force feed her this food that they would make, which was made with dirt, spices, and the men's urine. Mm. Or most of the time, they would just pee directly into her mouth. But most of the time, they would starve her. When Fawn was so beaten to the point where she couldn't even move, the men said that she wasn't fun anymore. Just like the other guys. Just like the other, yeah. They said, oh, she's not fun anymore. Like, God, such douchebags. So one of the men decided to tie her, her wrist up with electrical cord and tie up the other end to the ceiling fan and leave her there overnight. Also, the 14-year-old, um, well, she said at this point, she didn't, I mean, she saw all of this, but she yeah. didn't see what was wrong. Like, she even said, like, I thought it was just for fun. Like, she kept saying that over and over again, which... Did she, I mean, did she fully torture the whole time? Or was it just, like, at the beginning and then, like, maybe... Because I, I was wondering so. if, like, maybe 
she just did it at the beginning and then towards like when it got really bad like she was in like another room and she just didn't know i don't think she saw most of the tortures but she did like her pooping in the box and her like she hit her head every once in a while yeah but i don't think she did extremes like that i think she just kind of you know um watched yeah what they were doing to her on april 15th the three men and the teenage girl decided they wanted to go out to eat so they locked fawn in the bathroom so she couldn't escape when they returned after many hours the teenage girl went to go use the bathroom and found fawn dead in the bathtub Hmm. the body was disgusting and was already starting to smell they like even said like she died like they left for a couple of hours but when they came back her body was already had like swollen like pus all over her body and it was like she was oozing out they said she said like no she probably had some sort of infections yeah then like she it only been a couple hours but she already her body was starting to ooze out Hmm. and they said they were so scared that um that it like the smell was gonna attract attract other people also when they got there they um there were police officers already there because there was an actual murder that happened like well not a murder it was a rape it was a rape i remember now it was a charge of a rape yeah in Mm. the in in the apartment which was weird because (laughs) they're already like like they showed up and they were like oh my god like they're taking us to jail but it was like a rape in another apartment they were fucking lucky um hang on but I'm sure they probably got them anyways okay so they decided they because her body was so disgusting they wanted to um cut up her body into pieces so she couldn't be recognized yeah they even removed her flesh from her bones Mm. and when they removed her head they boiled it in a large pot many sources say that they would reuse that pot after using it to boil fawn's head like some people said that they would have like rice or noodles cooking right beside the pot and they would dip like they would stir the pot where her head was being yeah like boiled they would use the spoon to spoil to stir, stir the, t- the the pot, pot sorry <laughs> and then they would like take the spoon and then use it for their noodles yeah lovely it's fucking disgusting so could it could be considered cannibals maybe <laughs> maybe um Many sources say, okay, I already said that. After the head was boiled, they removed the skin and the the lower jaw and decided to stuff her skull inside the 14-year-old's favorite Hello Kitty mermaid doll and sewed the doll back together. Chan demanded that the Hello Kitty doll would go home with the teenage girl. And that's when the teenage girl started saying that she was being haunted by a woman. When she went to the police, she said that she was being haunted by a woman that was tied up with cables, which was what they used to do. They would tie her up with cables and then leave her hanging from the fan overnight. And sometimes they said for 
um, many days. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you were being haunted because she was like, I'm dead now, so I'm going to haunt the shit out of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The police only found her skull, her teeth, and the remaining of her organs were in the fridge. They actually, they took, like, some of her teeth and they split it up among the men and they would, like keep the teeth as like trophies yeah what the fuck okay yeah which is weird when the men were telling their stories to the police what they year was s- this again 1999 99 yeah mm-hmm. when the men were telling their stories to the police they were saying that it was all fawn's idea to run a brothel and that she was an a drug addict and overdosed so were they, mm. sa- they were saying, like, she just overdosed. And so and we decided to... To get rid of the body. Get yeah. rid of the body. Which, why would why you would keep... Why would you just... Why wouldn't you just... If somebody overdosed like that, why wouldn't you just throw them out in the streets? Because, I mean... Exactly. If they're a prostitute or if they're a drug addict, usually they just throw them in the street and they just... The police just think that they died from an overdose. They're not going to, like... But you well, couldn't throw I mean, out her, her body out. was so... That's what bad. I'm saying, but you you couldn't throw her out into the street because her body was so bad. Somebody would know that she was murdered. It wasn't just an overdose. Exactly. And they and why would you keep the teeth? Why yeah, would you keep weird. her teeth after all this? No. It's just weird. Even with this lie, the men were still sentenced with manslaughter mm-hmm. with the possibility of parole in 2020. I tried to see if they got parole. I, maybe they changed it. When I was listening to the podcast, they kept saying they're parole was in 2020 and well they may have uh, been eligible for parole but they might not have gotten it i don't know if they've gotten it i tried to look it up yeah. they might have changed it or something hopefully they don't i don't think they're gonna get it though no probably not they were all given life sentences the only reason those other boys in the junko case are out now is because um they were they were age, young yeah, yeah. They were even give, uh, even visited by psychiatrists, and the psychiatrist said that they weren't crazy, that they were just psychopaths with no human emotions. Mm-hmm. The teenage girl was let free because she broke, uh, she brought so many so much evidence to the yeah. investigation, so they decided to let her free. Many witnesses said that in the interviews with Chan and the henchmen one and two. They still say that they're innocent and that they have no guilt for doing what they've done to the poor, to, to poor Fawn. Like, they were even in the um, case, like, during the case. They were like, no, like, I'm telling you, we didn't kill her. Like, she was just, had a drug overdose and we just decided to get rid of their body like that. So the only reason they know all this stuff is because the 14-year-old told. Yeah, because the 14-year-old... But also, why would you say, hey, you know, 14-year-old girl, take this decapitated head stuffed with your favorite Hello Kitty doll and keep it in your room. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you'll be fine. Like, did they not think she would get so guilty that she would be like, yeah, I gotta go to the police? Yeah. This is a 14-year-old girl. Like, this is, she's gonna feel guilt and she's gonna have to tell somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because of what the little girl said about her being haunted by Fawn, the place that Fawn was murdered became like a hot spot for people to visit and see if they could contact Fawn beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it started to get really toxic, so people decided to tear the, the, the building down, and now there's a hotel being built there. Oh. 
Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. No thank you. I can't. I couldn't find the name of the hotel. I guess they're not letting that out. Yeah. Or I just didn't look hard, hard enough. But yeah. That's this. That's the story. That's all that happened. Hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. So, what did they? Uh, so the they there was just a head in there, right? Yep. There was a head, uh, her jaw was, her lower jaw was missing. Mm -hmm. So, um, some people said it was because when they boiled the head, like, it just came off or something. Mm -hmm. Um. And the rest of the body parts were where? Uh, most of the body parts were in the fridge. Oh, okay. And they would just keep most of her teeth. They found, they also found teeth, like, laying around on the floor when the police Mm -hmm. came. It was really weird. Um, like... If also, they the apartment have these people, they probably would have done this again to somebody else that owed them money. Oh yeah, another girl for sure. Also, the apartment was like disgusting and trashy. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw pictures of it, like there I can't probably believe blood everywhere. Yeah, I couldn't they believe they were it. living there. Well, kind of living there. I mean, Weird. yeah, that was just their spot to bring clients and stuff which I if I was so. a client I'd be like um I'm good thanks <laughs> where do you here um <laughs> it was weird but that's what's weird also about these cases that we talk about with the um what is it Yakuza Yakuza yeah like but this is the Chinese mafia so. yeah yeah but like they just don't care as yeah. far as like or back then they didn't care as, as far as like, oh, you've been tortured. I'll still have sex with you. It's like, oh, uh, why? That's and why wouldn't anybody, I don't know. I just don't see why anybody wouldn't have called it in. Like, you could have anonymously called it in and been like, hey, so you might want to check on this uh, girl in this uh, apartment, B12. But there were probably like heartless men who didn't really I mean, care. yeah, that too. We were just there for a good time. Because she was 16, wasn't she? What? The girl? No, she was 23 years old. 23, that's 23. right. The other girl was 14. Uh, she was 23 years old. When but there was a happened. bunch of young kids that he had as... Yeah. I couldn't know, believe when she said outside. that, like, he was 14 and she was 34 and they were together. I was like, what? Mm-mm. No, sweetie. No, sweetie, that's don't do boyfriend. that. That's my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. Well, that's why I'm saying she was obviously... Um, yeah, I think she was just kind of brainwashed and thinking yeah, that there's it was, no telling it was okay. what age he got her yeah and it, it probably did have i mean i don't think it was considered human trafficking or sex trafficking back then maybe it was but maybe her parents sold her you know yeah. they even said like she said that she like when she walked in there and she was dead she couldn't con like she couldn't grasp that she was actually dead Mm-hmm. She was sitting there, and she kept, like, telling them, like, we gotta take her to the hospital, something's wrong with her, and they kept going, no, sweetie, she's, she's dead, but she, they, she kept being like, no, 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 there's just something wrong with her, she can't be yeah. dead, you know, she couldn't grasp that all this, all these things that they were doing to her would actually kill her, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know, I mean, she's too young, like, I would say maybe if they're, like, 16, 17, like high school like deep into high school much older maybe they know what they're doing but with her being in that situation her whole life and also having 
you know, she's already got well, things all, I mean, it's that not like okay. She, yeah, she couldn't have done anything about it. And yeah. even if she, I mean, she she wouldn't have went to the cops because I'm sure she's been told, you know, the cops won't believe you. Yeah. Her whole life she's probably been told. Nobody will think anything. Everybody will think you're just, you're just a piece of shit because you're yeah. a prostitute. That's probably what they told her her entire life or however long she's been there. And the <laughs> fact that she went to the police and told them that she was being haunted instead of being like, yeah, I, like, these people murdered this people. Yeah. This girl. Like, just, this girl just proves that maybe she, like, doesn't fully understand the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, that was crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've heard about that case, like I said, but I didn't never. I didn't know. I didn't know they tortured her and all that stuff. There were actually more details about the torture, but it was like too long. I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna go. Like there was more to the point where we could have sat here all day, and I could have told you all the things that the, I just picked out a couple of them that I thought would be okay. Yeah. Kind so. of like the Junko case too. Yeah. It, it was just, it was just too much. I was like I can't go through it was like a long ass list mm-hmm. of all the things they would do to her. So did you ever find out was she in a separate room or was she just like in the middle of the living room or I don't know. I don't know where they that. did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably did it in a separate room, if I had to guess. Yeah. So mm. That's so weird. That's so wild to me that it was, I mean, some of the stuff was just like the Junko case. It's so yeah. weird. Was that, I can't remember when the Junko case was. It was, in the, it was in the 80s or 90s. It was in the. You can Google that. Because it was Google crazy because when I was like literally reading the articles, I was like, is this the Junko case? Like I scrolled up. I was like, is this the wrong case? Yeah. Did I Google the wrong case? Like I kept thinking that every time I was reading it. I was like, my God. 1989. 1989. So I'm wondering if maybe they didn't take some like fucked up notes from the yeah, Junko case. Because it was, it was, you know, known and it was, it was 10 years later. Maybe they thought, hey, let's try that on this girl. Yeah. Because some of the stuff was just that. really sim- similar. Yeah. Well, anywho, um, we did a good job. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry that it wasn't that. that long. No, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, guys, hopefully you enjoyed today's case. Um, just let us know what you think. And then we'll be back next week with hopefully a serial killer. I know I said that last time, but, you know, then my kid got sick. So what are yeah. you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, we will see you guys next week. Hopefully, you guys have a good weekend. Don't forget to shop at uh, Levi Royce and use code LOVELYFREAKS for your 15% off at checkout on Etsy shop. You can see all that information down below. Go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, and pe- some people have asked if we're ever going to get a Twitter. Probably not. I don't like Twitter. It's toxic. So yeah, there's that. Me neither. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.